I am wrestling today. The sermon title says it. It's called Wrestling with Change. In my life, I've seen a lot of change happen. And I've seen a lot of difficult moments come. And those difficult moments are hard sometimes to, to control, to measure. And all of us go through hard times. Times when you're trying to find your way. Times when you're trying to find faith and confidence. And you're trying, doing everything you know. Saying everything you know. Calling everybody you know. Doing everything you can to make sure that everything in your life is where it needs to be. And sometimes in life, when you do all you know to do, say all you know to say, things still ain't quite right. And you wrestle. You wrestle with change. Wrestle with the age you're at. Wrestle with the season you're in. Wrestle with the emotion of the moment. Some of you are raising children and you're wrestling. Wrestling on your job. Wrestling with your finances. I, I, I could not get away from this title for this message today. Uh, and I, I've been touched by it. Because during this season, I've had five decisions I've had to wrestle with. Five of them. Five difficult decisions. The decision to go digital totally for a season in our services was a real wrestling match. The right decision. But a difficult one. The decision to have staff work from home was a, was a, was a decision. That was a difficult decision. The decision to do drive-in services start this last year. The decision to have the singers sing on the stage. All of them had to be vaccinated. The band included everybody had to have a certain uh, level of vaccination just for their own safety. Because I've known people in choirs and bands that have died. The decisions have not been easy. The decision to stay on course and follow the science has been difficult. But the Bible, I believe, is not in competition with science. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27 says, God blessed them, God told them to be fruitful, multiply, and he said, subdue the earth, which means do science. Figure out how the, why the grass is green, how everything works, all the rules of nature. God created the rules of nature. And I believe that God gave us science as a gift. It can go astray, I know it can, but so can spiritual people. But I believe all of that is part of God's gift. But I've learned that whenever you wrestle with something, I have what I call the rules for wrestling. The rules for wrestling are pretty powerful. They're pretty sensitive. They're pretty profound, the rules for wrestling. The rules are very, very easy to misunderstand. And I want you to be clear about them, and I want to lay them out for you if I can, the rules for wrestling. Number one, I want you to understand that in Luke chapter 14, verse 28, there is a principle laid out for us, Luke 14, 28, through verse 33. And this is what gives me comfort when I'm wrestling. Because I'm like anybody. I struggle. It may seem like I just easily get through stuff, but no, 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 I struggle. But I have principles I live by, things I use to help me during the struggle. For example, number one, Luke 14, 28 says, suppose one of you wants to build a tower. You want to do something. Here's what he says. First, sit down, estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it. 
The first thing I do when I'm wrestling is I sit down. I stop and I count. Now, this is important because you got to be honest when you sit down and you count. And I count the cost. What does it cost for me not to pay attention to the science? What does it cost if I'm wrong? What is the price tag? Sometimes we don't count well. And then, not only do I sit down and count, number two, I make sure that I count with the goal to, to finish. Look at verse 29. He said, for if you lay down, lay the foundation and are not able to finish, everyone who sees it will ridicule you. When I'm wrestling, I want to sit down and I want to sit down and think to the finish line. There's something about understanding the power of finishing. There's something about understanding the power of getting it done. Sometimes we, we, we sit down and we count, but we don't count far enough. You've got to get to the place where you're done, finished. There is a way to finish. There is a way to get to the end, but you've got to obey the rules. I want to make sure that we finish. I don't want to start and stop, start and stop, start and stop. I want to finish. So I sit down, I count, and I make sure that when I sit down and count that I have the finish line in view. What am I trying to do? What am I trying to accomplish? Am I trying to get you back in the building? Is that all I'm trying to do? Is that my whole goal in life? Is my whole goal to get, get you back into the church service, get us back to where we were? Is that the goal? Is that the finish line? Once we do that, we've done nothing. But that, no, it's more than that. There's something about understanding. There's a moment here in time, and some of you are there now. You know, you might get back with your husband. You might get back on the job. You may get your finances right. But that's not the end goal. The end goal is to change your life forever, to go in the right direction. Sit down and count and aim for the finish line. That's my rule. So I never think about an immediate reward. Whenever I, I make a decision that I'm wrestling with, I don't think about, well, I just want to go back to Diane and kind of, you know, make it right for this one disagreement we had. No, I want to make sure our whole life changes. I want us to get to a place where everything is different. I want to make sure that our communication is better forever. I don't want to just fix my finances because of one bill or one challenge. I want my financial life fixed forever. Finished, I want to think long term. Because he said the problem is if you start something and you can't finish it, then people come and mock you, which is my, 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 my big concern. I don't want to be a laughing stock. I don't know about you. I, I, I got too much pride for that. I don't want to do something that ends up being an embarrassment to me or an embarrassment to you or an embarrassment to the kingdom. See, our country right now can learn from that. We need to sit down. Look at, look at what this costs us to be divided. Look at what it costs us politically to be disdivided. Look at how many people are hurt because they haven't thought it all the way through. Families do this all the time. Yeah, you, you win the argument, but you lose the whole war. The whole family is divided. Everything is torn apart because we're not together. So you won that, that moment, but you lost everything else. Sit down, count, think long, and then make a decision. We want to make sure that we don't become enemies. We don't want this to grow and become worse. When I was struggling through my decisions, I didn't want to make the decisions worse. 
You ever did that? You ever did something and, and all, of, all of a sudden it became worse? All because you didn't really get honest with yourself. Now your money's worth worse. Now your health is worse. Now your job situation's worse. And it's all because you're not being honest. Let me tell you something. This is my, this is my, my method. Whenever I'm wrestling, I get still before the living God and I'll just pray. Lord, help me see the truth. Lord, help me look at myself. Lord, let me not lie to myself. Help me get to the finish line. I don't want to start going and people are laughing and mocking. I don't want that to happen to me. I want to make sure that I finish what I start. And then he says this. This is verse important. Verse 31, he gets really honest. Suppose a king is about to go to war against another and won't, be, won't, and won't he first sit down, consider whether he's able. When I sit down, I look at what I'm able to do and what I'm not able to do. Now, when you're wrestling and you're anxious, if you're not careful, you'll lie to yourself about your ability. You can't do that right now. You can't afford it. That's the truth. You can't do that right now. You don't have that kind of time. And so you gotta, you gotta, while you're wrestling, sit down and say, here's what we can do, here's what we can't do. Here's what the money says we can do, here's what the money says we can't do. Here's where we are. So let's get honest, think long-term, let's not start something we can't finish, and let's look at our abilities. Now that's not, that's not being negative, that's just being smart. And so at some point when you look at the truth and you say, okay, now I see, then, then he says, in the, later in the text, if you look at a situation and you're about to go fight a king and you know he's got more soldiers than you, you go to him and try to make peace. What's, what's, what's the fast route to peace? Going over there and cussing them out? No, that's not smart. That's called jail time. Maybe a fight. Maybe something tragic will happen. Sit down first. I know you're wrestling. I know you're having a hard time. I know you're angry. I know you're frustrated, but sit down and count the cost and make a decision that's long-term. Think beyond how you feel right now. Count the costs, think long-term, and look at your enemy and decide what you're able to do. And then, then he says this, go and try to make peace if you can. If you can. You know, I, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I wrestle with a lot of things. I wrestle sometimes with situations I don't control. But I've learned some lessons, some lessons that have helped me in those seasons of wrestling. They've helped me focus my attention. And so I have some personal issues that I've had to wrestle with, and maybe you can relate to them. I want to list them, and I want to see if you can relate to what I've been through. I wrestle with being different. I wrestle with being alone. I wrestle with waiting. I wrestle with sacrificing. <laughs> Here's a big one. Sometimes I wrestle with, am I cautious? Am I being wise? Or am I being fearful? Boy, COVID sure made you think that, didn't it? Am I being cautious? Am I being wise? Or am I being fearful? I don't know who is wrestling with what today. 
But I'm being really honest with you. Everything I told you I, I wrestle with is the truth. And in the middle of that wrestling match, I've had to sit down and tell myself, now Temple, count honestly. And I want you to count honestly and assess what you're able to do and what you're not able to do. See if there's a way to make peace. If there's a way to make peace, make peace. Deal with it. Look at it. Don't run from it. Don't be afraid of it because it's not going anywhere. I was talking to a friend of mine about this sermon the other day, and she gave me a word that I had never heard before. <laughs> I had never heard this word. Some of you smart people might have heard it before, called liminality, L-I-M, limit. Think of that, liminality, L-I-M-I-N-A-L-I-T-Y, liminality. And she said it in passing in a conversation, you know. So I was, you know, me, when you say words I don't understand, I stop you and say, hey, wait, back up. Wait, wait, wait. What did that mean? <laughs> she said this. It's a state of transition between one stage and the next. It's, it's when you go from one stage to the next stage, especially between major stages in one's life during a rite of passage. It's when life changes. And some of you are in a stage of liminality right now. Everything's changing. The church is in a stage of liminality right now. And they need to stop, sit down, and count. Not, not try to go back to where you were. Stop and count. You can't go back to that old job. Stop and count. You can't have what you used to have. Your kids have grown up now. You're in a different season. Stop and count now. Pause and see what's true. If you don't, You'll end up starting and stopping and making bad decisions and putting yourself in places you don't need to, moving to cities that don't make sense to move to, giving up your house when you don't need to give up your house. There are a lot of things you'll do if you don't stop and count and think about it. That's what we've been doing around here, stopping, thinking. Because all of this is seasonal. All this will adjust and change. But the question is, where are we going? Well, let me give you a list of places where we're going. Number one, we're going forward, not backwards. We're going that way. Secondly, we're going to, to greater prosperity. I believe there's greater prosperity. Hey, somebody is going to be blessed in the future, and it's going to be me. How many say it's going to be you? Come on. Come on. It's going to be me. Somebody. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I tell y'all something I did. <laughs> You know, I had COVID, right? I don't know how I got it. Don't ask me. I don't know what happened. I, was, I covered up. I got masks. I got backup masks. Look here. I got backup masks. And catch that mask. Go down. I got a backup. I got one in my back pocket. I do all I can do. So here's the deal. When I got it, I didn't have hardly any symptoms or anything. I had to stay away from everybody. I was, I was isolating during Christmas. And you know what I did? I wouldn't open me an investment account. I said, let me just start doing something creative while I'm sitting in this, in this room, can't go anywhere. I started writing. I started reading new books. I started doing new work. I started planning budgets, strategies. Somebody's, somebody's going to prosper. It might as well be me. I started planning for you. I started laying out sermons for the future. I started laying out my sermons ahead because I said, you know what? If I'm here, I might as well make good use of the time. 
Why be defeated? Why be down? God is God. God is victorious. And I'm telling you now, I'm fine. God is a good God. Come on, say amen. God's a good God. I'm in a season of liminality, change, adjustment. So I'm keeping two more times. Dun, dun. That's good. I like that. That's good. <laughs> liminality, I'm changing, going forward to greater prosperity. And watch this now. I believe that God's going to give me unique ways to do what we do. Unique opportunities, broader opportunities, more aggressive opportunities, more community-minded opportunities. A number of things are going to happen. A lot of what we have today, God's going to elevate and lift and move to a new place. I'm excited about my life. I've been more challenged, but I've also been more blessed. I've been more intimidated, but I've also been more courageous. I'm more confident than I've ever been, and I believe with all my heart. I may be outside now with these heaters on, but thank God for the heaters. I believe that God's going to take us to a place of blessing, and I'm confident that if we continue to sit down, count the cost, be honest, we may wrestle, but we're going to win. The Bible said no weapon formed against us will prosper. Now, I want to tell you something. In your life right now, I don't know what you're wrestling with. I don't, know what, I don't know what you're fighting. But I want to tell you something. Keep on wrestling. Keep on trying. I want to pray for you. I want to believe that God, God brought you out here in this chilly weather to watch me stand in this cold stage to encourage your heart. If you're watching from home, I want you to know that God's got his arms wrapped around you no matter what you're going through. I believe in the future. I believe God's hands on us. I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to tell you something exciting. Father, I speak over your people today. Faith. Courage. <laughs> and confidence. In the name of Jesus. I want to pause to pray and tell you a story real quick. I was around, I don't know, 40-ish. And I was decided I wanted to I used to take martial arts when I was younger. And I said, I'm going to brush up on my martial arts. And so I had a guy come to the church. And we would work out twice a week. And um, one of the days, sometimes three times a week. And one of the days we do what we call ground fighting. And he would... Um, say okay get on the ground and then he would put me in a hole and we'd wrestle and uh, <laughs> and I used to say why, why we gotta have ground fighting day ground fighting day he said because if you get knocked down you make me look bad if you don't know how to fight on the ground you gotta learn how to fight standing up and you gotta learn how to fight laying down if all you can do is fight when you're up and that's all you know how to do is fight when you're up, but you don't know how to fight when you fall, when you feel weak, when you don't have an answer. So you like to stand up and fight. Looks nice. Karate looks good standing up. Get in your stance, do your moves. But when you fall, can you still fight? And there are times he put me in a hole and I couldn't get out of it. He say, figure it out or tap out. You got a choice, Temple. Figure it out or tap out.
Stop complaining because you're wrestling. Stop complaining because you're wrestling. Stop complaining because it's hard. Stop complaining because God didn't make it easy for you. Stop complaining because you got a trial. I go to people's bedsides. I watch them bury their babies. I watch them bury their mamas. But when it's my turn, I act like God did me something wrong. Let me tell you something. He's still God. Get on that ground and wrestle. Hold on to God. Figure it out or tap out. Don't you tap out either. You fight. I believe no weapon formed against you will prosper. This has been the most difficult season, but the most prosperous season of our church life. This has been the most confusing season, but the clearest vision I see. Father, I speak over your people today, faith and confidence, courage and strength to wrestle through the season. Sit down, help, help them sit down and count the costs up and tell the truth. Help them see what they can't see. In Jesus' name. And everybody say amen. Praise God. Praise God.